He Light therapy has been around since the beginning of time because as humans we evolved under the sun. It's just a great treatment for plumping up the skin, building up your capillary wall, helps with pigmentation. There are claims from improved wound healing, less wrinkles, rejuvenation, reduced acne, all kinds of things which light can potentially do based on what's seen in the science. Kia ora and welcome back to Healthy or Hoax, the podcast where I found out if health and wellness trends are actually good for you. This week I'm getting down to the bare essentials to find out if light therapy works to smooth the lines and wrinkles and other things too. You know, because I purposely got what you politely call congestion as an pimple. <laughs> Before we get into the actual treatment, I had a chat with Denise Ryan. I am the Vice President of Global Brand Management for Biophotos, which is the manufacturer of the award-winning Saloma series of light therapy devices. So Denise gave us a bit of background on light therapy in general. It was sort of a serendipitous or a accidental discovery. Denise says some scientists were researching whether laser therapy could reduce cancer tumours in rats. And although it turned out that the light was at too low a level to impact the cancer, there was an odd side effect. And that was really twofold. One was that they noted that the incision was healing faster, but also that the hair on the rats was growing in faster and shinier. Then in the 80s, NASA yep, the one involved in space exploration, got into experimenting with low light for stimulating cell activity in plants. Denise says they were specifically using LEDs or light-emitting diodes. And what they noticed was that the plants were growing successfully in this artificial light. And so they decided to turn those plant experiments to human tissue experiments. But what's it actually doing to us? The NASA scientists discovered that when you harness specific wavelengths of light and provide those to human tissues at very specific low doses within a certain range, human cells were also capable of absorbing these specific wavelengths of light and converting that energy into um, cellular energy. So in the case of, let's say, for example, a fibroblast cell, fibroblast cells generate the collagen and elastin. So the ability to provide energy to fibroblast cells to help combat fine lines and wrinkles as we age is a very interesting and welcome development in low-level light therapy. In terms of those therapeutic benefits, what is the end result? It's actually just all about healing. So we're helping that tissue to repair and heal far more quickly. In fact, the NASA research showed us that it helps tissue to heal and repair at about three to six times the normal rate. And that's for the average person. I'm going to admit to you that I bought a cheap one uh, that is, looks like a face mask uh, or may, basically that I'm going to go welding something. What do we need to look out for? Like, is there a difference in the and the kind of quality of those types of devices? We have taken apart and investigated a, a whole variety of those masks. And they are emitting specific wavelengths, but they are emitting below that therapeutic range. So I'm not saying they won't do anything. 
but they won't do the same thing as a device that's working and emitting energy within this specific range. And I should say what that range is. It's two to 10 joules per centimeter squared. And if a device says it has all the colors of the spectrum for you to benefit from? Not every wavelength is capable of being absorbed. And if the energy is not absorbed, you don't get the results you're expecting. So when you're looking for an effective light therapy device, run a mile when you see anything with yellow, pink, or purple. Nice. So red means go in this case and green means stop. Exactly. <laughs> now, a take-home Saluma device in New Zealand is about $1,700. You can get a half-hour treatment in a clinic for roughly $100, although different clinics might use different devices. But to give me a sense of what light therapy feels like, the Beauty Assembly, which distributes Saluma in New Zealand, gave me a quick treatment, which began with a cleanse. Mostly This is Chantelle Pretty, the therapist lighting me up today. She settles the device over my face and decolletage. So it's a flexi board and then on the inside you've got all the light. Yes. I'm just going to hit start. So you'll start to see the lights. Yeah, so I'm just seeing like, I've got my Does it feel, closed. yeah, that's fine, keep them closed. Oh, it went red and now it's going, changing colours. Yep. You can see all those lights flickering and the reason why we want to pulse is because we don't, want to over or under stimulate those cells but how are you finding that yeah that's fine it sort yeah. of like reminds me of um you know that movie ant-man where they go into another universe it's kind of like that that's <laughs> yeah, what i yeah. can see within the first few minutes i began to feel something so i'm starting to get a little bit of i guess what i'd call it is a sort of zingy feeling in my skin great yeah fabulous it's stimulating your cells basically and i could particularly end. feel it on the congested area after about 15 minutes, I was well settled into the treatment. It's not um, growing in intensity. No. Chantelle is a fan of light therapy herself. I usually will do like, try to do two to three within a week and then I'll have a gap of about a week and then I'll be like, I really need that light treatment again. And what do you miss about it? Like, do you see differences in your skin? Yeah, it just gets a little bit dull and a little bit saggy I just like the it really plumps up your skin especially as we start to age after 30 minutes the lights go off oh wow I'm taking a bit of time to readjust the room yes I feel like a newborn yeah, baby and, it, and actually when I stand up I feel like I just take your time it just feels like when you've had a very lovely facial and with the wavelengths, they're, they're travelling down into your dermis and so they're stimulating cells that are underneath those top layers of your skin. So over the next couple of days, those cells that have been stimulated there are going to keep growing out and then they're gonna, it's going to look a little bit more plump in the next couple of days. So that's another thing I love about the light is that it keeps working, not just, you know, it's not just done and it's gone. Yeah, and you can't overdo light. Like your, your cells will absorb as much as they will and then that'll be, that'll be it. Now, Denise and Chantelle were lovely and obviously believe in their product. As a user, I found the treatment enjoyable, and I will say the next day, I'm pretty sure my skin was more boingy, if that's a term, maybe for a few days. But to talk us through this in more detail, I spoke with Dr. Harriet Kennedy. Kia ora, Stacey. Um, so I'm a dermatologist. I work at Auckland Hospital and also in private practice about 50-50 mix. So Harriet knows her stuff. The way that visible light therapy or near-infrared light therapy works is that it interacts with a substance in our skin called cytochrome C. 
and cytochrome C is involved in cell energy metabolism. So it essentially upregulates ATP, which is sort of like energy for our cells. Does all that mean it's healing our cells? Um, in the lab it can. There is a little bit of a disconnect between what happens in real life and what happens in the lab with light treatment. You know, there are claims, all kinds of things which light can potentially do based on what's seen in the science, but not all of that actually translates to real life. So because we aren't in the lab and we are going into, say, clinics or use an at-home treatment, what sort of end results do you believe can be seen from light therapy? Looking at the studies that have looked at real-life outcomes, there is some evidence of reduction in inflammatory acne lesions, so those pustules, not so much blackheads and things like that. There's really only a handful of studies that show any benefit for rejuvenation or wrinkles, so I think the data there is a little bit less robust. And the other thing which is a complicating factor is a lot of the studies actually use a different light source than what's used in some clinics and particularly used in home-based light treatments. So the light that we're talking about is red light or blue light, which is visible light, um, or near-infrared light, which is a slightly longer wavelength. And in the uh, studies, the source of light is either a laser with a filter or a IPL with a filter. So there is a difference between laser light and LED light, which is the light source, which is in a lot of clinics and particularly in home light devices. And the difference is that the light waves are less organised in an LED light source. And so it's not known whether you can expect the same results from an LED light source as you can from a laser light source with a filter. There are some studies that show that the effects are there no matter what the light source is. I think it's not so much that it's less likely to work, it's just that it's less backed by science. Let's get to risks. Are there any? They are very safe. The only real potential risk is to the eye. So LED light sources are supposed to be safe for our eyes. However, um, there has been a case reported of toxicity to the retina, so that's the back of the eye, uh, with a home LED light mask, which was being used for acne. I would recommend anyone using these devices use eye protection. So is light therapy worth the time and effort? So the other thing about the studies, particularly for rejuvenation, is that most of the regimes that we used in the studies were around about twice a week for a minimum of you know a month, if not longer. And the other thing in the studies were that results sometimes weren't seen for a long period of time, so up to six months later. So you have to think about that as well. <laughs> I don't think it's as effective as you know standard treatments for acne that we use, but there are some advantages. There's very minimal side effects. It doesn't require you to say take a long course of antibiotics or things, which you know a lot of people prefer. The other thing in the studies is that people felt good. So the studies showed improved quality of life and improved overall well-being. You know, and whether that was a result of being enrolled in a study and you know being part of that process, or whether that was the machine or not, it's hard to say. But you know, that that's something not to be overlooked. So therefore, would you call light therapy healthy or a hoax? I think as long as you're protecting your eyes, it sits slightly on the healthy side. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it replaces traditional treatments and, you know, don't expect it to make you look 10 years younger overnight. But I think the risks are minimal um, as long as it's affordable. But, yeah, just uh, it's important to kind of understand what you're paying for and not to um, be swept up in the marketing and the hype.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Healthy or Hoax, hosted by me, Stacey Morrison. A big thank you to our guests for sharing their time and expertise with us. This episode was produced by Liz Garten, and Alex Aylett McMillan was the audio engineer. Tim Watkin is executive producer of RNZ Podcasts. Healthy or Hoax is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. Hit that follow button so you don't miss an episode. Mauri ora kia koutou. Wishing you the best of health. Botox Cosmetic. Autobotulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.